Your daily encouragement that God has the world in the hollow of His hand. This is Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. If we're gonna fly, we fly like eagles. What are you counting this morning? Are you counting calories? Are you counting steps? You're supposed to be getting a limited number of the first, and we're supposed to be maximizing the number of the second. So uh, that step count, that step count's supposed to be up around, I don't know, 10,000. I rarely get to 10,000 steps a day. I'm just going to go ahead and confess that to you. Are you counting the um, amount of water you're drinking? Mm-hmm. Um, I could actually tell you that on most days I drink more coffee than water. That's just a bad confession. And yet it's true. You can't actually count your coffee as water, even though coffee is substantially water. Yeah, doesn't it's apparently the water counters. They they don't count that. So are you counting water? Are you counting steps? Are you counting calories? Mm hmm. Calories in calories out. Which ones are you counting? Calories burned. What are you counting? You counting gospel conversations? Are you counting God moments? Ooh, are you picking up grievances and slights? Are you counting joys? Are you counting glimpses of glory? What are you counting today? What are you counting up and collecting? And what are you counting down? Ten, nine, eight. Like, do you have a countdown going? Like a countdown clock? You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is a special week on Faith Radio. So the podcast is going to be very brief. We're going to talk here about Psalm 90, verse 12. It's a counting. It's a it's a counting verse. Teach us to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. Psalm 90 verse 12 is about counting. Counting our days. Now, the first person who prayed this prayer, Psalm 90, that we I mean we call it Psalm 90 verse 12. It's not like, you know, when the person was doing it, it was like, "Oh, mark this down. This is going to be Psalm 90 verse 12." No, no. It doesn't happen that way. Um, but the first person who prayed this prayer, I can confidently say this. They lived thousands of years ago now, thousands of years ago, countless days. Their days, those days that they were asking God to teach them to count, to teach them to number, those days are long gone. I don't know the exact number of them, um, but on the day that this prayer was prayed, the person praying the prayer had eternity in view. This is a person who was praying on a particular day in view of a day that was yet to come. Teach us to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. He was counting the days of this life, yes, but he was counting toward, counting up toward, or counting down to the days until he would see God face to face. That's the very same spirit that lived in the Apostle Paul, who confessed that to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul made the most of every day, uh, every day of life that God gave him in the here and now. But there's no question that Paul was counting the days until faith would become sight. Are you counting up? Are you counting down? In which direction are you counting your days? 
Are you one of those people that obsesses about, you know, being as old here as you possibly can? Or in light of eternity, are you okay that it's now a countdown? What are you counting? And maybe more importantly, what are you counting on? This week is our fall fundraiser at Faith Radio. And yeah, we're counting dollars and we're counting cents. We're counting gifts because financial support makes the ministry possible. It's literally listener-supported radio. But we're also counting on you for more than dollars and cents. We're counting on you to pray for us. And we're counting on you to pray that other listeners would respond to the nudging of the Holy Spirit when they are asked to give. You are needed. We are counting on you. Even as, yes, we're learning to number our days that we too may gain a heart of wisdom, we are counting on you to give to a ministry that you benefit from every single day. So I told you today's podcast was going to be brief, and that's because live on air this week, we are really only doing one thing. We are sharing stories about the impact that Faith Radio has had in the lives of people just like you. And we are asking people to financially support the ministry. So you can do that right now at MyFaithRadio.com by tapping the Give Now button on your Faith Radio app or by texting the word GIVE to 877-933-2484. That's my favorite way. Text the word GIVE to 877-933-2484. We're talking about this day in light of that day. We're talking about counting our days and what we're counting on in terms of that day, the day that lies ahead when faith will become sight and we will see him face to face. Now, enjoy a conversation that we had with our friend Dave Buring about discipleship on this day with a view to that day as you learn to number your days. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. Our friend Dave Buring is joining us again today. You can find him at lionshare.org. You ought to be listening um, to the Lionshare podcast and um, gathering resources for your walk of faith there as well. Dave, good morning. Good morning. I'm I'm kind of working out here doing the rise and shine hand motions. Do you know all the hand motions? I rise, do know the hand motions. <laughs> oh, I totally love it. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm... I am, you know, I'm a grandma. And so, but I've been doing the Rise and Shine song, you know, since all the days I've been doing Vacation Bible School, which is like, feels like 100 years now. And, um, you know, there are a few songs out there that I used to be able to to really enthusiastically um, uh, do the one, um, Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Yep. Are you familiar with that one? I yep. I can't remember all the verses like I used to be able to, and so I sometimes mess that song up. But Rise and Shine, man, I got that one down. I have that one what down about, cold. I could do it Fox? at the drop of a hat anytime with any group of people, wherever you might need that. I'm I'm your person. What about Father Abraham? Do you remember that, that one? Know. Father I, Father. Well, Abraham, yes, but I don't know that it has hand motions. Oh, it's got full body motions. Oh. I guess I'll have to disciple you on that one. Clearly, clearly the next time we're together in a group, this needs to be an activity. I'm just going to just go ahead and tee that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so 
So let's talk. Um, we we are working um, working out over a theme here um, mm-hmm. together, and and it is the theme of this day and that day. And we've been talking mm-hmm. about this day today, the day that the Lord has given each of us, um, in light of that day. That day being the day the Lord returns, um, mm-hmm. the day that you know everything gets set right. And so when when you think about this day and that day. Um, the times in which we live, the the seasons of life. You want to maybe just till the soil with me this morning? Sure, I'd be happy to. You know, I uh, when I think of that theme, it it kicks me into something that I've learned over the years about trying to understand the season of life that we are in, like e- each individually, so that we can better cooperate with what God wants to do both in us and through our lives. And uh, it's something that I learned probably now, uh, I guess, doing the math between 35 and, and or 25 and 30 years ago. And it has made a great uh, impact on my life. And, you know, if, if oftentimes we can wand- feel like we're wandering, okay, well, I'm kind of hoping God leads and I'm kind of hoping that I figure out what he wants me to do. And I, and I just want to say that this is the day that he's made. And on this day, he wants us to understand what season of life we're in so we can better cooperate with him so he can change us and pour his life through us. So let's just talk about that. Where do you get this seasons of life idea? Yeah. So when you look at, at portions of scripture, um, you, for example, I think of um, Ephesians 5 uh, and it says this, look carefully then how you walk not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So you begin to to recognize this. And, 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 you know, Ecclesiastes tells us, you know, for everything, there's a season. And so, like, let me illustrate this. So think of a timeline with your birth being, you know, on the left end of it and your heaven going being on the right end of it. And you've got this line between the two. And the way that God has created us and made us, it's it's like there's these seasons of understanding. For example, I'll start with the first one from birth to around your early, maybe even to mid 20s is something called sovereign foundations. And it's you, you didn't really pick your eye color. You didn't pick, you know, where you were born. You didn't pick really what elementary school you were going to, what foods your family chooses to eat most. Of you didn't, you didn't pick that. But there are things during that season of life that are important for us. And particularly as we get past that age and you look back, you realize, oh, like for me, Carmen, one of the things that happened early in my season of life is, is my dad and mom really responded to Jesus. And so Mm -hmm. therefore, at around 12, 13 years of age, I responded to Jesus. Um, On a practical note, I I always wondered that when I get dropped into different situations because of my travel, not only in the United States, but in different parts of the world, why does there tend to be a fairly easy adjustment for me? And I, I realized because I lived in nine homes from when I was born until I graduated from high school. And we moved, we lived in the states of California and Arizona and Minnesota. And and I realized, oh, some of that's kind of just been built into my life. And and when we take a look at that season of life, which some of your listeners are in now, some of your listeners are thinking back to their past, you recognize God's hand 
and what he was doing in you. I love this um this sovereign foundations um like I love that awareness. That is just so good. When we come back, we talked about a little bit what happens in that next season of life when we're in our 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. All right, we're talking about the seasons of life. We're talking about this day and that day with our friend Dave Buring from Lionshare. So what stage of life are you in? Do you recognize the sovereign foundations that God laid in your life, uh, you know, from birth until you were a very young adult? Let's talk about that next season of life as we progress along our journey of discipleship. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. There are people that are strong in their faith that help you keep perspective when things are not going well for you. It doesn't necessarily give you a lot of comfort because you're still going through it. But on the other hand, it does pretty much help you deal with getting out of any pity parties because as Peter wrote in his letter, um, you are suffering like brothers and sisters are suffering. The point is Christians suffer and sometimes God doesn't alleviate that. When you're in the middle of it, you have to deal with it like everybody else has to deal with it. And you know that you've got brothers and sisters who have. And so one of the things I appreciate about listening to Faith Radio is it helps sustain us with the actual promises of God and not the wishful thinking promises of God. Faith Radio does have that support for us, but we have really good reason to believe that there are many, many, many people that are being blessed by it. And so that is an excellent way of paying it forward. You may not think of yourself as a courageous world changer, but you are. Sometimes fear rules the day and keeps us from identifying in these ways. But when you step out in faith and decide to take action in the moment, living this day in light of that day, in light of eternity, you change the world. Mornings with Carmen is part of listener-supported Faith Radio. This content is only available because of your support. The impact on people's lives, the reach around the world, it all happens because you stand up to make a difference. Now is your time, so take the next step and be bold by joining the support team. Click the link in the show notes or go to MyFaithRadio.com and make this day count for that day. That is uh, Paul Perot's contribution to the Seasons Conversation as we approach the autumnal equinox. Mm-hmm. That's a word you, it's hard to say first thing in the morning. I'm Carmen LeBurge. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. We're here with our friend Dave Buring from Lionshare. We're talking about this day and that day and the seasons of life as we develop as disciples over time. So, Dave, talk with us about um, what, you know our 20s and 30s as we're on our journey of discipleship. What is God doing um, in, in us during that stage of life? Yeah, and it's an interesting stage. It's it's a stage where usually there's further studies in our life, like through college and university. It's first kind of full-time job and, you know, pay, regular paycheck. It might be getting a home and getting married, having children. A lot of this happens in the 20s and 30s of our life. And during this phase, it's important to understand like, okay, all this action is happening in front of me, but what is God doing? Like, what is God doing during the season? And because he's actually building you to hit your stride later in life, it's important to pay more attention to what he's building in you than what he's doing through you when you're in your 20s and 30s. So in this phase, there's usually two primary things. One is character development. 
where Jesus is is putting you in positions and roles and in relationships in life to get at your character, to build faithfulness, to build integrity, to build honesty, to build consistency in life. Things that later, when he pushes bigger things through you, can sustain what it is that he's doing. And it's also this season of life, Carmen, where you get um, glimpses of your calling. It's like you you have those moments where you go, man, if I could choose just do this every day for the rest of my life, this would be awesome. And and it's these little glimpses. It's not the full package. You don't see the whole thing. And you're certainly not close to hitting stride. But there are these glimpses. And it's God's way of, of kind of egging us on saying, keep coming. You're seeing it right. Keep coming. But let me keep building you. So when that calling comes, it can contain what I want to push through your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. I think that um, the world suggests that, you know, really in your 20s and 30s, that is the prime of life. That's when, you know, you're at peak season. Um, That's when, you know, you want to be producing your best fruit. What I hear you saying is, man, you're just like a little tender shoot at that point. That is a time of character development um, I might have glimpses of my calling, but I definitely am not. I am not there yet in terms no. of um, my journey of discipleship or my usefulness um, in terms of God's kingdom advancement. That's actually really helpful because I think that sometimes we arrive at our at our thirties or our forties, and we're and we're imagining that you know the best is now behind us, and yes. that's just not true. So, can you talk with us about the season of our thirties and forties? Yes, absolutely. And to punctuate what you're saying, when I uh, take some time and share this with that age group of 20s and 30s, it's interesting to me is you've got some, you know, um, hard chargers that are like, how can I go around this and get past it and get on? And But the majority of 20s and 30s, like I'd say 80% of them look at me and just, it's like a burden just lifted off their shoulders. And they're realizing, you mean, I don't have to be in my stride when I'm 37? No, you don't. All right. So 30s and 40s, like what what happens in that 30s and 40s? So there's two pieces here. One is it's called unique methodologies. By the way, this is research by a man by the name of Dr. Bobby Clinton. And, and he found that in your 30s and 40s, one of the things that happens is unique methodologies are de- are developed in your life. Like what that means is you find certain ways to do certain things and you're good at it. And there's God's grace on you in doing that. And so as you're passing through these times of life, it's like, okay, so let's say maybe you're in sales and you might realize that there's a certain methodology that you have found of building a good relationship and taking some time first, just sincerely with that person before you reveal to them the thing that you want them to purchase from you. And it's sincere. It's not just a schmooze fest. It's sincere. And you realize, and if I do this one-on-one, I'm not as good in group settings, but let me do this one-on-one. That's a unique methodology. Um, For moms at home, they might find a certain way that they raise their children or discipline their children or instruct their children. And People might be asking, like, how did you do this? And it's kind of a unique methodology that God gives you. And usually during your later 40s, there's a clearer sense of life purpose. It's no longer just glimpses of your calling. There's a clearer sense of life purpose. But that might not hit you 
till mid to late forties or later. So we just keep being faithful with what God has in front of us and let him build in us what he wants to build. That's so good. Dave, we've only got a couple of minutes um, to cover these next two, Mm -hmm, but this mm -hmm. um, 50s and 60s is really when we hit our stride. That's when we discover like our major role and there's this convergence that happens. This is where I am right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk with us about, uh, about, you know, what God's doing in and through us in our 50s and 60s. Yeah, um, this is, is oftentimes Bobby refers to it as you hit your major role and and then as you land in your major role, again, not worrying about titles. Yes, titles can be used effectively to get things done, but it's not an identity thing. It's like, okay, God, what have you, like, like, how do I fulfill the ultimate thing God's dreamed for me to do? Mm-hmm. And he puts you in a role to do that. And then once you're in that role, maybe a, a few years pass as you're kind of wearing that new coat, so to speak. And then you hit what he calls convergence. And this is my math equation, Carmen, for convergence. It's these three things, season tested character, plus a mature understanding and use of your gifts, plus a God-given sphere of influence. And when those three things kind of hit, it's like there's, it's, it's like you're in your stride and it's kind of like going down the river in an inner tube. You're just having to avoid some of the rocks and things that may be there in the water, but you're moving. And so it's it's like a, a Bible illustration of this for me, not, not necessarily age-wise, but season-wise would be you look at Moses. Like Moses hit his stride at 80. Remember his life was divided into four, or excuse me, three sets of 40s. First 40 years in Egypt, probably getting some of the best training available on the planet. The next 40 years, he's in the wilderness where God is shaping and remolding what he's learned into his character and his ways. He he gives him a family. And then there's the burning bush moment at 80 years of age where he really understands his calling. So so do the math with me on this. Two-thirds of his life is preparation Mm -hmm. for a third. Jesus is even more exaggerated, right? 10 elevenths, if he lived to be 33, 10 elevenths of his life was preparation. And one of the men that discipled me, Lauren Cunningham, he told me as a young guy, he said, Dave, the broader the calling, the longer the preparation. And it helped me in my own journey to just stay where I needed to stay and let God do in me what he needed to do in my own life. And so that 50s and 60s, and usually I'm finding, Carmen, it's late 50s into your 60s with the age we're all living now, that you find your stride. So you're right. You know, there should should be some 50s and 60-year-olds today that are very encouraged, realizing, oh my gosh, I didn't pass this 30 years ago. It's still right in front of me. That's just awesome. That's such an encouragement. Um, Dave, as always, thank you so much. We're going to leave you with these three questions. What season of life are you in? Um, What is God doing within you in this season of life? And what steps might you need to take to more fully engage with God in this season? We're talking about this day and that day. So today we're talking about this season in light of God's kingdom advancement and his glory um, as we walk out our life of faith together. Dave, uh, thank you so much. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. Well, friend, I said at the outset that today's podcast would be brief because live on air, we're doing one thing. 
telling stories about the impact of Faith Radio and asking listeners to financially support this broadcast ministry. So I know you're not listening on the radio, but you are benefiting from the ministry. And so I'm asking you to give today whatever God leads you to give. There's a lot of folks that give at the $40 a month level. We call that Team 40. Other folks, um, you know, they, they join us at $100 a month. And so I just, you know, you give the size gift that's right for you. You know, between you and the Lord, what that is. Um, encourage you to consider a gift today. You can give at MyFaithRadio.com. You can tap that Give Now button on your Faith Radio app, or you can text the word GIVE to 877-933-2484. Thank you in advance, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on Mornings with Carmen.